Hi, I am Bob Tapper. I'm an actor, filmmaker, and travel blogger. After spending over 25 years in the corporate business world, it was time for a new life chapter. And I'm here to tell you that it's never too late, you're never too old, be courageous, and honor your passions. Welcome to my life abroad. Today we're going to talk about March 2020. I call it March Madness. So last we spoke, I ended the month of February kind of in a routine. I had my gym, I had my co-working space, I had my improv group, and I was traveling. I started out the month of March on March 1st, 2020, and I took the train from Vienna to Budapest. And I was going to go spend the weekend in Budapest, and I particularly wanted to go to the Shishenyi Spa. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing Shishenyi, but closest I can get to it. Um, anyway, this is the biggest a thermal bath spa in Budapest. And it is, wow, it's it's an incredibly um, happy place, I felt. It was March 1st. Things didn't, weren't quite happening yet. And it was, a, I want to say, maybe in the 40s. It was a little bit chilly, 40 degrees Fahrenheit. But the baths themselves, the pools themselves, were actually quite warm. So it was all about kind of being cold and then jumping into the pool and that kind of hot cold thing. Um, it was an incredible weekend. I love Budapest. I love the the spa it was really, really fun. And they had many different pools. I, one of the pools was a, um, it had a little current to it. So as you were, it was, I felt like one of the ducks in the carnival where the ducks go round and round and round. This pool was very similar. You just kind of went around in little figure eights and you know, lots of bodies in pools, lots of people very close to one another. And, um, but it was, there's other spa services that go on there as well. And it was really an incredible weekend. And I love train rides. I love going, just traveling on those tracks throughout Europe. So much fun. And I also have a video on my blog page about the Budapest trip. And you can go and take a look at that there as well. So that was March 1st, and then, you know, we're getting into March, and I'm starting to hear these things about this virus and about COVID and about pandemics, and it's the rumblings are kind of starting to happen. I was planning to go to Zagreb, Croatia at the end of March anyway, so I knew I was going to be traveling at the end of the month. So there was a train ride. Uh, it's about eight hours, I believe, and it uh, leaves Vienna, gets into uh, Zagreb. I was going to take my time. I was going to go maybe four hours and then get off and stay overnight for a couple nights and then kind of, it was going to be a slow ride, slow, beautiful ride um, from Austria to Croatia. And that was supposed to happen on March 17th. That was a Sunday. So the week prior to that, there was lots of talk again about things happening, things shutting down, a lot of uncertainty. So I decided to check other methods of transportation to get there. I was had checked in with my with the train company and you know, it was all they could tell me was that they weren't sure, no one really knew anything whether the trains were going to be running or not. So just as a as a plan B, I decided to look at flying from Vienna to Zagreb. So I go online and I look and I see that there are probably six or so flights leaving every day from Zagreb to, from Vienna to Zagreb. So I checked all the flights and wouldn't you know it, but all the flights were canceled. 
So I thought, ooh, that's a little strange that all these six flights, they're all canceled. So I decided to go to the airport, and I got on the tram, this little tram that leaves Vienna and goes out to the airport every hour or so. So I hopped on the little tram, and I go out to the airport, and I go to Air Croatia. I go to their desk, and I said, you know, I need to get to Zagreb, and, you know, what's going on? All the flights are canceled. And, and of course, they didn't know really much either. Everything was just so up in the air at that time. But they did say that uh, even though the flights were canceled for that day, for Thursday, that there was a flight leaving on Friday, Friday morning at 10 o'clock. And I said, great, put me on that flight. And so now all of a sudden, rather than leaving on Sunday, I'm leaving on Friday. So I go back to my Airbnb, I'm cleaning it up frantically, packing, getting ready to go. And I was really done cleaning and done packing around 6 p.m. on Thursday. And I decided to take my last metro ride to uh, Stevensplatz uh, Square. And I went and I went to the American bar and I was going to have a drink just to relax. And I'm talking to the bartender and he says, you know, I, I think we're going to think we're going to close tomorrow. I think the city's going to like shut down and close up. And I remember it was like, what, how can that be? How can you just close down Vienna? How can you just like shut everything down? Things were happening, changes were happening. And um, so I went back to my Airbnb. I got a fairly good night's sleep. And the next morning, I'm all packed. I get to the airport plenty, plenty early. And I find out that my 10 o'clock flight was canceled. Oh boy, um, now it's going to happen. Well, they did have another flight that left at 1 p.m. in the afternoon, but that went from Vienna to Munich, which is only an hour flight. And then there was another flight later from Munich to Zagreb, and that was an hour flight as well. So really, the way that it broke down is that I left Vienna at 1 p.m. in the afternoon. I got to Munich at 2. I had to change planes. The next plane left at 3. I was in Zagreb by 4. I was to my hotel by 5. And I thought, wow, 5 o'clock now on Friday and I'm already in Zagreb. I think I made it. Actually, I think, you know what? I think I've, I might have left that virus thing behind in Vienna because that's all happening back there. But wow, it looks like Zagreb is open for business and everything seemed good. I had a nice dinner at the hotel and then I wandered into city center and it just seemed vibrant and it seemed alive and it seemed like there was no signs of anything happening in Zagreb. So I thought, wow, I think, I think I, I escaped this thing. So everything was great on Saturday when I moved into my Airbnb. Um, had an Airbnb to myself, which was very nice. Sunday, I'm starting to talk to some people and they're thinking, you know, they're saying maybe I think we might be shutting down. And I said, really here too? And wouldn't you know it, by Wednesday of the following week, Zagreb was shut down. Well, actually, as it turns out, my train that was supposed to leave on Sunday never left. The borders were closed. You couldn't cross any borders anyway. I don't know what would have happened had I not got an earlier flight. I suppose I would have been kind of stuck in Vienna. Anyway, I'm in Zagreb. What's going to happen is going to happen. And uh, Wednesday came and everything was shut down. They also shut down the transportation. There was there was no way to get around other than to walk. And so that was going to be life at least for a while. So everything was shut down and the only things that were open were grocery stores, pharmacies and optometrist places. So that was all that was happening and everything was I was ready to kind of hunker down with that. 
when on Saturday morning, I don't know, it was around 7 a.m., there was an earthquake that was worse than any, and being in California for so many years, I'd experienced a lot of earthquakes. Never an earthquake like this. It just shook and shook and shook, and the way that the buildings are constructed there, I saw stucco coming off the side of the buildings, and there were bricks in the street, and there were rooftops that were collapsed. I mean, there was actually an aftershock that was probably just as big, but by Saturday morning, you know, people are out on the street wandering around. I was just beside myself because, my gosh, first of all, there's this pandemic thing happening, and borders are shut and no way to get around. And now there's earthquake damage. I mean, it's like it was really, it was significant. And it was the worst earthquake that they had had in 140 years to show you how powerful it was. And it was even so powerful that it knocked off one of the spears at the Zagreb Cathedral. And that was something that we all kept our eyes on for the next weeks and months as as they were repairing the top of the spire for the cathedral. Now it was really a matter of should I stay or should I go? I was now getting emails from the State Department and the emails were like, you know, look, the the airlines are shutting down. There's going to be no way to get out of Zagreb or no way to get out of Croatia. We urge you to go back to the U.S. I'm looking at bricks in the street and an earthquake damage and I'm like, wow, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? And I decided to just stay. Stay and just hunker down and get through it. Life at this point is nothing like I had expected, and it's mind-blowing for me to think of how wonderfully different my life was a a month ago in Vienna compared to a month later in Zagreb. The COVID-19 virus has now impacted me, and I survived the most horrific earthquake in my life here in Zagreb, and the aftershocks continued even as as I was writing that blog. But life right now is not what anyone expected, so I was not expecting any of that to happen, but you know, most everyone in the world was not expecting this to happen. But the one thing that I know is that everyone's life's been uprooted and affected, so that I know that I'm not alone. And I remember what was especially hard for me was the fact that I was so enjoying meeting people and connecting with people, and I knew that that was going to stop for a period of time where I, there was not going to be an improv class, there was not going to be acting classes, there was, there was really going to be no way for me to meet people and make friends. It was going to be different. It was going to be a different time, and it was going to be an adjustment. So that was March 2020. Well, that's it for now, and please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to click on the episode link in the show notes to see pictures and videos from this podcast. There's links to my socials and also a link to my Patreon page where you can support this podcast and join my community if you'd like. And you can double your life abroad experience by signing up for my free monthly blog sent directly to your inbox every month. Sign up at bobtapper.com. Thanks for listening.